I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today, brought to you by Blackfoot Communications. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Kim McMahon joins us first. She's uh, an actually uh, owner-operator, Pinnacle Research and Consulting, and is working as an independent consultant uh, for Northwestern Energy on these numerous recreation projects. And I haven't really – I said they're they're cool, they're needed, and they're in popular spots. I haven't uh, really talked about a ton of them there. We'll get into that. First, let's welcome Kim. Good morning, ma'am. How are you? Good morning, Tom. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I could use a little bit uh, less of this cold and snow, and but, you know, who am I going to complain yeah, to? Right? God? <laughs> What's exactly. God going to say? <laughs> it's, you know, I, I got a plan <laughs> for it is what he'll probably tell me. Um, anyway, uh, what is this, what is this um, River Fund? I mean, these are nine projects, but as I look at this too, these releases come out from Northwestern Energy every every now and again. And you guys, if you look back, there's like 160 projects that you guys have, have worked on. That's correct. Yep. the um, It's a pretty cool program. Northwestern Energy, as a private company, has um, a memorandum of understanding with all the state and federal agencies um, that operate recreation sites in the Missouri and Madison River Corridor here in Montana. Uh, And under that, MOU, uh, Northwestern Energy provides funding on an annual basis, um, either through their own budgets for operation and maintenance of particular recreation sites, and also in support of this Missouri-Madison River Fund, uh, which is a trust fund that was built uh, during the relicensing of the Missouri-Madison project. Um, in the mid-90s, uh, the value of that trust fund is currently at $7 million. Wow. And under the operating uh, procedures, the the income from that particular trust fund is allocated for recreation improvement projects every year within that, that same corridor, which extends from Hebgen Lake at the very upstream end, which is by West Yellowstone for anybody who's not familiar, um, and it continues downstream to Fort Benton, um, and it excludes the areas that are operated by the state, uh, the Tostin Project, as well as Canyon Ferry, which is operated by the Bureau of Reclamation. All the other areas in that particular 300-plus river miles are within the Missouri, the Missouri Madison license and qualify for improvements under the Missouri Madison River Fund. The trust fund then, um, $7 million, was that, is that um, codified? Was that set up? Um, per the PSC, per the legislature, or uh, what is what is the commitment and responsibility there to uh, you know that established that trust fund? That trust fund was established um, during as a, as, a, as a result of relicensing the, the Missouri Madison Hydro Project. Um, initially, during that relicensing effort, there were a number of projects that were identified as needed recreation improvements for public recreation opportunities within that corridor. Um, to be creative, uh, it's one thing to build projects it's, or sites. It's another thing to be able to take care of them over the term of the license, which is a 40-year license. Right. So as docks become, you know, fall into disrepair, how do they find the funding to repair those or replace those? So this memorandum was set up between the state and federal agencies and Northwestern Energy so that when 
improvements were, or when those sites were initially constructed, any funding that could be offset by agency budgets, that money would go into the trust and build a trust. Um, it was a really unique opportunity oh. at the time because federal budgets were actually good then, and they actually had the ability to enter the, into this agreement. And so the goal was $5 million. They reached that goal. They've actually surpassed that goal. Um, and each year, the, in, the earnings from that fund then are allocated by the River Fund Trust Board, which represent all the state and federal agencies that are a part of the MOU. All right. I, I get that. I, and I appreciate that. It's, it's, so it's by agreement. And essentially, uh, Northwestern Energy um, established that trust fund, although the money may have come from the state. Um, uh, that was, um, and now at seven, how, how when was, what was the 90s, you said? Mid 90s was when the um, relicensing effort was underway. Um, the trust fund, ha- the trust has been allocating earnings since the fiscal year 2007. Okay. So we've had 17 years worth of project of uh, funding allocations um, for 160 projects corridor wide um, up to this point. Let's talk um, about this collaborative. Well, let, I'm going to ask you this. The, the big question is, and, and I see this and I think a lot of people when we, we talk about energy, you know, we need like an all of the bu- uh, above um, resource portfolio, so to speak. I, I think there's a broad acceptance of that when it comes to energy. I know we're we're having issues with the, with the transition and how fast some groups may want it versus uh, you know keeping it affordable and reliable and uh, and things like that. Uh, but we we talk often, um, you know, there's this misnomer that it's either resources or, or recreation. But that is, I don't just don't think that's ever the case. Maybe there's sometimes um, when you sacrifice potential uh, recreation sites for, for resource management. But this is a prime example um, uh, that it is in, uh, so to speak, um, you know, the manifesto uh, for energy companies. Absolutely. It's um, not only is it their own uh, mission and, and goal to provide, to number one, protect the resource um, and also provide opportunities for the public to enjoy that resource, but it's also written into their licenses. The licenses to own and operate these facilities are overseen by the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. And all of the different resource uses, fisheries, wildlife, power generation, recreation, they all have equal weight. So it's a really good big balancing act for the companies to be able to produce power while protecting the resource and the fishery and also um, taking measures to improve some of those things that have been impacted over time. Um, and also provide recreation opportunities. And those opportunities aren't always the same throughout the system. They stem from very primitive, undeveloped opportunities where people can find solitude to the really developed ones where people might pull a camper into a place that's paved and has power hookups and water hookups So and everything along that spectrum. So it's a really important component of, of the culture of, the, of Northwestern Energy and most hydro companies to be able to participate and, and uh, further those particular opportunities. One thing they do also, in addition to the River Fund, is Northwestern Energy allocates, um, from, as I mentioned, from their own budgets each year, over $540,000 this year for, to the state and federal agencies to help maintain the sites that they built during the relicensing. So that money goes on an annual basis to the BLM, to the Forest Service, to Fish and Wildlife and Parks to help maintain places like um, Holter Dam Campground, um, places on Hebgen Lake, Ennis Lake, the Madison River, in Great Falls. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, sites 
in particular that that money goes toward taking care of on an annual basis. You know, and, and they're going to, and we'll talk about these more, uh, develop some new wells uh, and, and other improvements there too, some trail improvements, uh, quite a list. We are with Kim McMahon. She's the owner and operator of Pinnacle uh, Research and Consulting and working as an independent consultant for Northwestern Energy on these recreation projects. Fourth generation Montanan, uh, started in Libby, Missoula, now uh, Plains. People are jealous of that. Uh, people, I should say, I am jealous of that. Uh, good for you out there. Um, and then resource conservation degrees at the University of Montana. You specialize, and Kim, thanks for this. You specialize um, in, in, in this, in, in other areas to uh, uh, specifically hydroelectric facilities under license. Um, do you get that question a lot or um, how do you address that, that uh, what I think is, is maybe not necessarily true in all cases that you can't, it's either that recreation and energy can't be cohabitable. That that's absolutely not true. <laughs> Obviously, um, one supports the other, and and it's it it's a it's the companies take pride in being able to provide recreation opportunities and support recreation opportunities um, by by building a dam um, way back a hundred years ago or, or more. Um, they uh, the waterway was changed it, from a river to a reservoir, which is more like a lake, and so having opportunities for the public to access that waterway waterway for fishing, for um, the shorelines for camping and hiking and um, any type of on-water activity is something that the companies take pride in being able to offer. And so they absolutely support each other and they they support it financially and also in, in principle. I want to um, talk about some of these projects in specific here as well. But before we get to that, we'll, we'll, I, I got uh, maybe a couple of minutes for this segment. Talk about how um, this collaboration works, because as you talked about a member of uh, a, a memorandum of understanding, an MOU with numerous agencies, um, and, and it, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, I suppose. How do you how do you get these projects planned, designed and carried out? It really is from the ground up. Um, the the projects are all uh, proposed by are public land managers that are on the ground. Um, They are the people that understand what needs to, what the needs are at the site, whether it's an improvement and expansion, if it's an acquisition that needs, that we need for development, they know the resource, they know their public, they know what the needs are. So they develop these projects, they, they scope them, they design them, they put together the applications, and then as a group, those managers actually rank the projects in order of priority. Um, and it's frustrating for some managers to know that there's, their project isn't going to come out on top because there are need-to-do projects and there are nice-to-do projects. So, But it's such a great, cohesive group. They all understand the challenges that each other are facing. Um, so it's a really good process. And that ranked uh, list of projects then each year is sent up to the River Fund Board who is who consists of the public land management agencies that are in that are involved in the MOU? So those are the folks that actually make the funding decisions. They put a lot, give a lot of weight to that priority ranking that uh, the managers send up because they know that those folks on the ground know the resource and they know the needs, and so they use that list. They follow that list quite closely to make sure that they fund as many projects as they can and the most the most important ones first. That and, is, and that board is is an amazing board of people to work with. Everybody's very um, 
very good to work with. Kim McMahon is with us, and we'll have more as we'll talk specifically about these projects. Uh, one of the big ones here, Craig Fishing Access Site, Recreation Site, expanded parking there, but Ennis Lake, Hauser Lake, more upcoming here on Voices of Montana in a bit. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, health care, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Well, to nobody's surprise, Montana Senior Senator Democrat John Tester announced uh, he's running for re-election. This is a 2024 election date. We'll have more with that. Also, pro-housing bill. I might be talking more about Senate Bill 382 going to get a hearing today. It's a real big rewrite of Montana's land use planning laws. Brian Bennett will have more information here in just a little bit. uh, As uh, we welcome you back from Montana for Montana. Voices of Montana. A little bit of Huey. Huey, I love you, man. All right, thank you. Uh, Kate, let's get back to Kim McMahon, okay? Owner-operator of Pinnacle Research and Consulting, and she's working as an independent consultant for Northwestern Energy on these recreation projects. We talked to, um, we, you know, we, we didn't throw some numbers out there, and, and maybe we can because, well, you did throw some out there with this fund uh, established and then how much uh, is generated from that fund, but also Northwestern Energy uh, continues to, to fund these uh, project improvements. Um, the one at Craig uh, Fishing Site, uh, th- there's a comment in this this release from Northwestern Energy that, my gosh, it's been a little while. Um, so it finally rose to the top of this list, I guess, huh? It definitely was a very important project, um, and and it has a lot. It has a good partnership. Not only does it involve Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, who is the owner and who manages the Craig Fishing Access site itself, but also Lewis and Clark County. Uh, Lewis and Clark County is partnering with Burlington Northern Santa Fe in a lease agreement, a 20-year lease agreement, um, and that the county is, is covering the cost of that lease agreement, which is around $200,000, mm. um, in order to secure the property to build an overflow parking lot for the Craig Fishing Access site. It's a, it's a really unique opportunity because uh, Craig itself, anybody who's familiar with Craig knows, there's not a lot of extra space there, um, and it is a very highly used, very popular yeah. launch site. So the parking congestion within the town itself, within the cities, on the city streets, um, in the business areas, you know, things like that is an issue. So this overflow parking has been um, a long time coming, but it, there's a unique opportunity that's been presented that, that it looks like it's going to actually be taken care of. And the River Fund supported that particular project with uh, it financially um, around $180,000. Northwestern Energy matched that with just about $50,000. And then the county is, is kicking in the $200,000 for the lease agreement. So it's, it's a pretty big project, but it's got a lot of collaboration. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a wonderful addition to the Craig community. Well, I, yeah, people are going to, well, they've been talking about that for a while. And I, yes, I have accessed that. And, and it's not just, you know, fisher men and women, but there's a lot of recreationists, uh, that, uh, that use that river. What's the public involvement? And I want to talk about some of these other ones too. Um, that's a big one. Um, What's the public involvement here? Uh, is there a scoping process? Do you have a place where um, they can go and maybe make suggestions about um, recreation, you know, fix-ups? 
Absolutely. Um, the public is absolutely encouraged and welcome to contact any site or public land manager um, in the corridor with ideas for recreation improvement projects, uh, things along the, of that nature. Otherwise, they can also go online, northwesternenergy.com slash riverfund, um, which explains more about the Riverfund program, the application process, and provides some context there. Um, I help manage that fund. Andy Welch um, with Northwestern Energy uh, oversees the recreation component of their hydro license, so he's a very good contact as well. So reach out to either of us. We can get you in touch with who you need to get in touch with for these projects. And those managers will actually help develop a project with you to bring to the uh, River Fund group. um, So we would very strongly encourage public participation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you for that. Um, What about uh, how long will it take to fix this or will there be disruptions at the Craig uh, Access site? The overflow parking is actually off-site. It's about two blocks away from the FAS itself. So there should be no disruptions to the the public launch site for this particular project. Um, They are working on the the lease agreement, I believe, is either finished or just about finished. Um, So that particular project will likely be underway uh, this year, possibly this fall. Let's move, and Kim McMahon with us again. Uh, she is with Pinnacle Research and Consulting, has been around since 2001, that, that company, and um, fourth generation Montana, working as an independent consultant for Northwestern Energy on some of these recreation projects. So I'll just go down the list. At Ennis Lakes West Shore, uh, Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, expanding camping opportunities there, improved carry-in watercraft access to at Metal Lake Fishing Access Site. Uh, um, and, and we'll just, just kind of go down the list, but, you know, what stands out for you, Kim, that, uh, in that site in particular, the Ennis Lake site? That particular one, um, on Ennis Lake, there are only two recreation sites that offer camping. Um, one site, the other, the other site, not Meadow Lake, only offers two camping spots, and Meadow Lake currently offers nine. So they are doubling the camping opportunities at Meadow Lake to 19 sites. Um, and adding a carry and boat launch to formalize the shoreline access and protect the shoreline resource there, um, adding some a vault toilet and as other associated amenities for that camping opportunity. It's a unique opportunity to um, expand that camping because the site is already under FWP ownership. It doesn't require acquisition of additional property. Mm-hmm. So this is a really nice project to be able to expand that without having to acquire the property first. I want to get one more in here before we go to a news break. Trapper Springs, this is the lower Madison River. It involves the Bureau of Land Management too. New Wells, and, and I see that in, in other places, um, uh, at other sites too. Uh, and that to me is, is <laughs> I, I can't talk enough about how important it is to have fresh drinking water when, when I'm recreating and, and maybe camping at these sites too. Absolutely. And um, that, that site has had a well for a number of years, but unfortunately this past year uh, when they went to turn it on, it was dry. So this is a, a pretty important project. It's an established use. People expect the water to be there since it has been for years. And so this new uh, well will be drilled this year and, and connected to the existing delivery lines and things. That's going to happen at Devil's Elbow Campground, Clark's Bay Day Use. This is on Hauser Lake as well. Um, and then yeah. I want... Yeah. Is there anything about that one that stands out? Um, that particular one, they're redrilling the wells um, so that they, they have a lower static water level. Um, they will requ- It'll require less. It, it, the current the system that what had been in place required daily testing and chlorination. Ah. Um, this particular one will be a better system so that it doesn't require that. 
and we'll offer um, the water to both Devil's Elbow and the neighboring Clark's Bay uh, day use sites. We'll come on back and talk about maps and trails and solar arrays as we look at these recreation sites um, improvements through uh, a fund called the River Fund. Kim McMahon, our guest. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, health care, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Finishing up with Kim McMahon with Pinnacle Research and Consulting, an independent consultant for Northwestern Energy on these river projects. All right, uh, the list is, is pretty cool. Like I said, they're very popular sites. Um, some new new wells, as, as you mentioned, uh, those are very, very helpful. Solar arrays uh, at Hauser Lake and Holter Lake. And then um, we're going to be doing, you're going to be doing some trail improvements too. Absolutely. Uh, the solar arrays are at three, di- three different BLM recreation sites on Hauser and Holter. Uh, the goal of the BLM is to reduce their carbon footprint. Um, and the River Fund is supporting that particular project and Northwestern um, with funding to help get those particular, those three sites online with some solar array projects. Then, um, and go ahead, yeah. The Beaver Creek Access Trail, for those that are familiar with that, the uh, it's a very popular trail that goes from Hauser Dam downstream towards the Beaver Creek Access site. And this particular upgrade project will improve some of that trail tread that's been, that's eroded or been impacted um, just from long-term use. And it dovetails right in with some site improvements that are planned for the Beaver Creek site itself, as well as some drainage improvements that have been um, happening over the last couple of years and restoration projects. So that's a great addition to that to that o- larger overall project of the area. A large variety here, too. You're paving some surfaces. Uh, you're, you're working, uh, let's see, in Great Falls, Rivers Edge Trail, um, to include uh, water bottle filling stations, a dog water bowl, in Great Falls, again, along the River Edge Trail, um, you guys are, are going to be printing some maps. Uh, we've got like about uh, less, than, less than two minutes here. Uh, go ahead and talk about some of these other the sites that you're excited about, Kim. Yeah. Um, the, and, you know, in addition to the maps and the water bottle fill station, the Riverside Campground just below, which is just below Canyon Ferry Dam at the very upper end of Hauser, is getting some uh, ADA improvements this particular year. Um, and there are some leftover projects that are just getting coming online. Um, there's a new vault toilet going in at Romset Beach at Hebgen, a new courtesy dock at the Rainbow Point boat launch at Hebgen Lake, as well as an, a whole new repaving of the surface of the Lewis and Clark Overlook in Great Falls, which is a very popular site as well. So those projects are, were funded last year and are coming online this year just for different reasons they were delayed. Oh, cool. Um, a, a new boat ramp too, Lower Madison and Warm Springs. Yes, the the Warm Springs boat ramp. Um, it's replacing the plank. It's a three three part boat ramp, three three station wide. Um, replacing the planks that are kind of naked of uh, ankle biters <laughs> with a solid slab boat ramp, and that's a part of a larger chip seal project that's happening at that particular site as well. So they'll, they'll do them both at once. It'll be nice and seamless once it's all done. Well, these nine projects will raise the total to 160 projects. This is in the last 17 years. Six million in funding by that River Fund Trust, and then also additionally $1.6 million in matching funds from Northwestern Energy. Uh, you, this has got to be a cool gig for you, Kim, <laughs> to go out oh, there. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
yeah, it's good stuff. The, and public land managers are wonderful to work with when we're we're all looking, you know, we all have the same vision and the same goal and working towards the same uh, solution. Thank so you for it's, that. It's great. Yeah, thank you for that. We'll, we'll, we'll chat with you down the road. Be well, okay? Uh, thank you. You too.